I was sent by the desert. The land has a memory, and that memory was imparted by my father, and his father and his, for the age of this world. We are a few still connected to those old ways in a new world. An old way that demands devotion to the desert, to the sun, at all cost. found her in the sand, a desert flower so close to death, and relieved for it, but still beautiful. She would inspire a devotion in me to rival the desert. She was brought back to life with ancient medicine and her strength. Anger and desire had forged resilience that came off of her like waves of heat from midday desert. I thank the gods for her. I thought her presence a blessing for my years of commitment. My duty at the gate had come to close. She didn't love me, couldn't, but over a time she grew warm towards me, enough to believe me when I promised her the rest of my life. She brought me back with her, away from the desert, and I became her husband by some ritual, but in truth, a companion. She was a new son, and my life with her, the dawn. I raised her son as my own, a good son, a good life. I thanked the gods, and then, with years gone by, she chose me, and we made our own son, another dawn. And he was a strange child, warm and happy, but still heavy. The blessing of my long day was beginning to set. After my son was born, sleep abandoned me. I'd sit outside of our home under the moon for comfort, the way I used to. And one night, a coyote visited me. An ugly beast. A messenger who led me into the desert that night. An unnatural fog fell on the land, obscuring the moon. I, I was no longer in this desert but in the land the gods share with us. And through the fog it spoke, coarse and tired. 
responsibility I thought lifted from me had only just been laid on my shoulders. My son. My blood. Would be the offering. That night I returned to our home and sat beside my wife. The woman who chose me, who saved me from my solitary life in the desert. Who gave me my son. And joined her in bed. I meant to return to my new life. Abandon the old god. But over the years the desert would return to me in dreams. Warn me by having me drowned in the sand. Dying of thirst under the dying sun. Over time these nightmares wore down my sanity. But I persisted in protecting my family as well as I could. When I wouldn't comply, the desert sent the beast to steal my son. After that, I had to tell my wife the truth. And she never forgave me. It took years of these nightmares before I was summoned to the desert again. The voice in the fog stepped free of the haze and showed itself. Ancient and horrible. And with my eyes wide open, the old god gave me a vision of the death of all things from the life-giving earth below. What I saw was enough to turn my heart, free me from my selfishness. I had to fulfill my responsibility. And so did my son. What next, Lolik? What did you do? I invited him to the desert. And together we walked into the night. Where? East. Angel walked with his eyes high toward the stars. Marveling at them. I finally told him the truth. That we are people of the sun. Chosen to hold up the sky. And that it was his turn to save the world. You're fucking sick. You're insane. And a murderer. And I've recorded all this, so guess what, you sick fuck? I'm leaving with the evidence and I'm coming back with a small army to come find you. The world is too small I'm for you to, to hide. Tell you hear you me? I had to save the world. Killing a child doesn't save the world. And you were sent by the desert. I wasn't sent by a to desert. To witness. Oh, fuck you. My God knows you. You've met in the place it shares with us, seen it through sand and fog. What? Maybe even heard its voice the once. But even when you couldn't see it, even when you didn't hear it, it knew you. How could you know that? Your mistake is thinking the new world exists without the old. But the land remembers. 
all that came before created all that is. And all you are creates what is next. You were sent by the desert to know. Know what? There were four sons before this one. Each came to an end, and life only continued because the gods would sacrifice themselves to become a son that gives all life to the world. But now, in the fifth world, there are no more gods. Our god is old, tired, and alone. This is the final world. offering of our life to sustain it. No. So you are here to witness... What? You're some kind of hero? Save the world by murdering... To witness that the world is ending! Because I couldn't... I couldn't do it. I... I couldn't. When the time came, we were on the altar, and I froze. And cried and pleaded. It had to have been enough that my son was there. I couldn't be the one who had to do it. I was too much a coward to sacrifice my son, but too much a coward to save him. So I left him, abandoned him, under the long shadow of a tired god, to do what he had to do. So you didn't... Clark, is he still out there? Is Angel alive? Angel? You're searching for my son. If you're saying that you didn't, if there's some chance that he's alive... I'm begging you to find him. Where? Where? East. Until the mist falls on the land and you're taken to the old god. God, this is insane. The mistake you make is believing you're a self. You're an entity that makes choices and changes. You find yourself in this moment and look back on any number of choices you could have made to avoid it. Look again. What you actually see is your entire life bringing you here. 
find my son. Why? Why? To save the world. lined with people and the rain is falling so it's difficult to see but I, I've been walking toward the town's edge where the street ends here quiet town at night with no rain and no people. It's just, just the desert night. It's unbelievable, but it's real. It's all real. Always has been. <laughs> I saw it as a kid and I tried not to believe myself. That night, in the sand and fog, I was alone and lost. And something walked into the moonlight. Huge. And pieces of it were blacker than the dark. And it reached out to touch my head. And it named me Witness. And even when I called it a nightmare one way or another, that's been my whole life. Witness. When I came to, my father had found me, and the fog was gone, and the nightmare was over. But now, years later, it's almost like... Like I was meant to be here. <laughs> like every step I'm taking in a desert I've never been in just feels right. <laughs> oh, there's, there's a rumbling in the sand and... Oh no, the fog. Oh god, the fog. It's coming back. It's coming back out of the ground. The fog. <laughs> <laughs> don't, 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 just stop. What do you see? Say what you see. Witness.
it's the same fog. Silver in the moonlight. I'm walking forward and I see a pyramid, the altar, 30 feet high in stone, but the stone shifts beneath my feet. I'm walking up the altar now. The desert is covered in fog, but the sky is clear, but wrong. Purple, orange, and red. Like in all directions, the world is on fire. A hundred steps high and I'm reaching the altar. There's a boy asleep here. Peaceful while the world burns. It's unhealed. Behind me is the figure from the fog, the old god. But now its height scrapes the top of the sky and its shadow falls over on him and me and reaches past the horizon on fire. It's all real. Tlaloc and his responsibility, Anhel and his duty. Me and my destiny. From this altar, I can see my entire life bringing me here. To grow past my destiny and become more than a witness. To sacrifice this life for the sun. To sacrifice this sun for the world. stops. Sandra? Like, I... Seba? You must be fucking I'm kidding really me. not. So what? Your pitch is some fantasy bullshit in a time like this? I mean, the ball's on you. To send me this after you leave for weeks. I told you, for me, it was only a few days, Sandra. I can't explain why... You don't return calls or emails or texts. I was worried about you, and for what? Seba, what do you expect me to do with this? I was hoping we'd produce it so people can know that I didn't have a choice. Produce this? This sick diary fiction bullshit? No. Sandra... Fuck you. No. As if you had a leg to it's stand the on. It's truth. No, it's not. It's true, Sandra. I'm trying to help. If this is help, Seba, fucking keep it. I'm sorry. I really am sorry. When I don't want to strangle you, I'm sorry. If you need a reference, do not use me. I'll ruin your life. Sandra! What? It's all true. I witnessed it. It's real. Please. Call someone who can help. I wish it were me, but it's just not. Good luck. Honestly, good luck. 
I didn't have a choice. I never had a choice. I spent my life not believing that the world is bigger than I could know. Deeper, older, obscured. It's like the world is some large machine and all of us a part in it. Every choice we think we make slowly adding up to some grand design. I saw from the altar that everything in my life brought me there. I was designed by a whole life to be of one ancient purpose. I was given no choice. So I had to make one. Anhem, do me a favor and buckle up. drive. Fifth World, written by Gabriel Ruiz and co-directed with Lorena Diaz. This episode features ensemble members Gabriel Ruiz as Sebastián, Salomé Martínez as Tlaloc, and Sandra Marquez as Sandra. None of this is possible without editing by Giselle Castro and additional mixing and audio production by Mikhail Fixel. Funding provided by Venturist Theatre Fund and Chicago Latino Theatre Alliance. Teatro Vista is going multimedia to bring the four walls of the theater to you. Forward, together. This is a Teatro Vista joint.